That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you have not done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening, or maybe you're doing it right now while you are listening. I'm Jean McDonald, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. Hi, James. How's it going today? And have you done your weekly review? Hi, Jean. It's going pretty well today, but no, I have not yet done my weekly review. Okay. Well, I um, have done my my own ver- version of a weekly review, which in my notes for my new review version, the first note is it doesn't have to be every week, but since we're doing this podcast, it probably will be. Um, and uh, I I didn't spend very much time w- with it, but I did. Um, it did help me to like. Uh, put some things together to move forward on, um, you know, over the next few days instead of sort of sitting there, you know, forgetting that, oh, yeah, your next step on this is, you know, this. So it does help me to do a little brain dump um, every week. And uh, and sometimes I look, I, I make notes and I look at the notes from previous weeks and I say, oh, that got done. Or that decided, I decided didn't need to get done, you know, so sort of move things around a little bit and uh, update the items um, after I've done a step on them. So, but the best thing is, I'm still in my head, I'm calling it the meow system. And the nice thing about meow is if I try to find my notes on this in drafts, I just type meow. I only have one, one document in all of my drafts (laughs) that has the word meow in it. That sounds like uh, a definite benefit. Yeah, it's unique. So I guess we'll move on to the the weekly to-do. The weekly to-do, yeah, the weekly to-do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to-do. Well, James... uh, Weekly to do. Do you remember what yours was and how did it go? If yes, I do remember what it was, and uh, it was to um, clear out, uh, process the items in my OmniFocus inbox. Oh right, because um, they had accumulated over time and were serving as an impediment for me to do a weekly review um, since. Getting your inboxes to zero is something you're supposed to do as part of your weekly review. Mm -hmm. And so I had just disparate things in there that were a lot of someday maybes, a lot of – and actually, so I did it. I have one item that sometimes stuff ends up in your inbox that – like my OmniFocus inbox where you look at it later and you have no idea what – you were taught what, why it's in your inbox. Um, and so I have one item left, which I just wanted to, to share because it just says entire process, open parentheses. Dev, <laughs> dev is a part of your life. It's not your life, close parentheses. I'm like, that, 
that's not much of a to do. Like that's there's no action there. Like what yeah. is? Um, but I just thought it was funny. Like you come across that and you're like, what's the next step on that one? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's very like Yoda, like sitting there in your inbox with a, a little wisdom, but you have to to interpret it for yourself. Yes. And it's also it's also the case that it's been long enough that I have no idea what I was even uh-huh. thinking like what the context was why that ended up there. But um yeah. so but since really it's just going away, um mm-hmm. now my inbox is clear and so I did do my weekly to do. Good. But I'll need a couple minutes to figure out what my next weekly to-do is. And if yeah, you could okay. – uh, so how okay. about your weekly to-do? My weekly to-do was to finish up the damn box of physical email. Um, and, I, I mean, yes, I was busy this last week. Um, we put on micro camp over the weekend. And, yes, you know, Manton was in town, and so I spent, you know, a good bit of time with him. Uh, you know, for work stuff, and then, but I could have, I could have done what I said, which was open it all and recycle, but um, I had still managed to put it out of my mind. Um, until I said, "What am I going to do? Like, why am I keep doing this? Like, can I throw that mail away? Like, apparently, some part of my brain doesn't think it's that important." (laughs) (laughs) So. I but when I pictured that throwing it away, I it helped me get clear on what the problem has been with this box pretty much since the middle of January, which is that um, I got a, a fat envelope from the uh, property manager of this building that I'm living in, and I knew it contained like the results of their inspection of the previous apartment and what they would be charging me for. And I ha- I was very cranky cleaning up that apartment back in December because I thought, you know, I'm a, a neat person. <laughs> I'm a neat and clean person. I thought, uh, you know, I'll get the apartment, you know, in ship shape. But I had their, uh, then somehow I found out I had overlooked, they actually had a checklist of things you had to do. Uh. And it was way over the top, like where... I thought, you know, clearly they want me to do the kind of cleaning that a professional cleaner would do, or they just want me to pay for that. And I'm like, and I I was done. By the time I figured that out, I'd already like worked my fingers to the bone, like over the course of two days. Like, um, so I have been dreading getting that message of like what they decided was needing, you know more attention than I gave it and how much they were going to charge me. And and I didn't want to open that envelope. And it was very clear it was in that box. And I just, every time, I think I wasn't thinking about it, you know, consciously, but my subconscious was saying, like, let's not work on that box because you might have to open that envelope. And the only reason I didn't want to open it is I was afraid of getting mad, right? Right. I was afraid I would see what they had done and I'd be like, oh, you know, these people, I'm, 
I can't really argue, you know, they did give me this checklist and, you know, whatever. But um, I didn't want to get mad. I was trying to to ward off an episode where I'd get uselessly mad at, at somebody. So anyway, as you can see, it was like very therapeutic thinking about all this. And I was like, well, you're getting on the phone with James pretty soon. Open it now. And if it's really terrible, you can vent to James and maybe all our listeners. <laughs> and do you know what? There was a check in there for like $555 returning to me. Like, I don't, you know, I was not expecting that at all. It turns out they charged me $95 for like additional cleaning on all the blinds, which I can see the blinds are just hard. There's so many of them and they're mm -hmm. tall and big and I don't have blind cleaning tools. So there we go. It, yet again, don't fear your mail. It's not rational. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so that was my weekly to do. I didn't do do the whole thing, but I think I did the piece that has been holding up the whole process. Well, that's excellent. Yeah. And you got like $500. Money in the mail. Yeah. Anyway, James, have you picked out a new weekly to-do for next week? Oh, yeah. I was supposed to be doing that while you were talking, oh, I was wasn't I? I, a, was so a... <laughs> I was so engrossed in this story that I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I uh, it was a it was an engrossing tale of finding money in the mail, the be, the the most I've, money I've made in ten minutes um, ever five minutes really, finding the envelope and opening it up. Well, I don't know what mine's going to be next week either. I'm still thinking I have to put the box back on the list. And this time there should be nothing in there making you feel. Procrast right. procrastinatory. Yeah. If that's a word. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, the uh well, what am I gonna do for next week? I well, things I need to do. I just uh uh I've still got some mail backlog, some email backlog, I've got uh just stuff. That stuff, kinda right? just blah stuff. So I'll do, I don't know. Uh, let's do physical mail backlog. Okay. Very exciting things. All right. Then that will be two of us. Uh, Maybe I have a $500 check in there. Yeah. That I'm not expecting. Well, I'll keep my fingers crossed. It is fun to find money in your mail, even though... Technically, you should feel stupid that you didn't find the money when it came and put it in the bank. <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to talk a little bit more about MicroCamp, which was March 11th and 12th. Um, it's a, uh, a micro.blog event that we, it's the second one we held it. And it, what, it went really well. I don't know how much I complained about how I wasn't getting everything done in time for it because uh, it's I've wiped my memory banks. Of no, you really camp you, stress. <laughs> you didn't really complain about it uh, much at all, uh, at least not okay. to me. 
Maybe yeah. to other people, but no. Um, yeah, I just, um, other things were happening uh, in, with my family and things that I had to take care of that had nothing to do with work. And I, um, I got off the, you know, the rails, like I was on a pretty good path of getting things done when I wanted to get them done by, but then... I, you know, a lot of stuff slipped at the end and I, I felt bad about it, which is not a very productive feeling to have. And I, you know, I stressed about it. I I lost a little sleep um, uh, thinking, oh, you know, I forgot I need to do this for all the presenters. I need to send out this email to them or I need to like finish that contract with the venue we actually did have an in-person c- component of microcamp uh, here in Portland at the Kennedy School, which is a former elementary school turned into a um, restaurant, theater, and six bars uh, <laughs> and a hotel. So, uh, but they still have a, a library, and that's where we had our event. Yeah, I I just bringing it up because I'm trying to remember for future me to say like try not to lose sleep over these things because you know, you lose I lose it from the the negative self-talk of oh, this is going to be isn't going to turn out well. People are going to be really disappointed. They're going to think I'm terrible at putting events together. I mean, I know that's not true. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I I know it's not true, but it feels that way in the moment when I haven't, you know, checked off all the items I th- I thought I wanted to get done in advance of microcamp. So, I mean, I know you have your experiences as well with, you know, putting on an event for a group. Um, or you know, a large larger group than microcamp, and uh, you and I have worked through that last day. Yes, <laughs> we, <laughs> I needed to, James. I needed my punch list person here. Um, actually, I had a punch list person. That was Jason Burke, who volunteered to help with the last microcamp, and he just is one of those people who. Really, he gets things done. He, he finds fun ways to do stuff. And he's also just very, you know, very good person to have at your side to, like, take care of things that you forgot about, basically. <laughs> so, so just, or to keep me from overthinking things, you know. And uh, I, I appreciate him. So that's a shout out to Jason, listener Jason. And um, he, and both him and Manton, listener Manton, who is also my partner at Microdot Blog, have um, have this great quality of being able to put things into perspective and not, you know, get too freaked out. Or they don't get freaked out at all. Those guys. I mean, at least that's my impression. But I. I wouldn't say I get freaked out, but I get I get stressed. I definitely start worrying about what kind of job I'm doing. And anyway, 
so that um but i, I here's what i could use uh, why i could use a james dempsey <laughs> for microcam <laughs> we were uh we did a wrap up of the the camp after the last presentation and it was pretty it was my fault i i didn't re- remember that we actually put that into the schedule at a certain time we just started it right after the end of the last presentation which was like a half an hour beforehand so people who waited to come later for the wrap up or came in the middle of the wrap up the wrap up wasn't was not a anything more than us all getting on zoom whoever wanted to get on zoom and just chit chat and you know like a zoom party which so it wasn't um wasn't that great and Jay, um Manton said to me I think next year we should do an official wrap up like where we you know we, you or I get on Zoom you know live and say you know all the how you know how recap all the talks were great and the people were great and the thank you to the people who helped and all that and I said to him what we really needed is a James Dempsey with a ukulele <laughs> to write a little song at the end of microcamp. So, um, anyway, it would have to so be well. a, a micro song. It could be a micro song. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's uh, maybe someday when we do microcamp um, again with a in-person component. Um, Maybe you'll be around, or maybe we'll do it in the Bay Area. I don't know. We 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 aren't planning. That was the other thing I wanted to talk about. Is that Manton and I went through our list of things that we um, would you know do differently, or and try to you know we we specifically met you know on Monday to try to get it out of our heads before we forgot it, uh, and we came up, you know, with a, a few things but um that we would do differently and also things we have to do right now like survey the people who participated so that um we can get their feedback and we um and then I said, you know, we don't know when we're going to do another one. We're not making it like a, this is always in March or always in August or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know we're trying to keep it on a on a level that is doable more than once a year that doesn't freak us out, even though you know what I mean, like something that we can can put on without you know losing a month of organizing time. <laughs> so uh, we don't know when we're going to do it, but we did say. Uh, that what we need is two months lead time to plan another one. Like getting, uh, there's not much point uh, in getting going before that because we, the presentations are short. Um, people usually do them, I think, in the week before microcamp. And the, you know, it's just a question of booking a venue if there's an actual venue. They're using veto online, you know, that doesn't require us to schedule that. So, so anyway, I like the idea that we can do it again 
we don't have to say when we're going to do it again, but when we think of it, we'll know that we can't. We have to have about two months to pull it off. Well, that's that's a good. Yes, that's a good thing to have learned and and figured out. I think, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's always that trade off, right? Between um, try you want to do things, but then like any kind of event tends to take a bunch of time and planning and what have you and mm-hmm. how how low key is it like how well produced or well organized is it versus mm-hmm. how quickly can it come together is always a trade off and um yeah i and i definitely miss uh seeing people in person i remember going to i guess it was 2019 it mm-hmm. was a microdot blog meetup um at mm-hmm. wwdc in fact, I remember after the fact there was like a, there were a couple things like a a, a, a container to put raffle tickets in. Mm-hmm. There were a few things that you were like, James, could you hold on to these until next year? And so <laughs> I still ha- I still have a little <laughs> I still have a little a little thing of of microdot little... blog meetup <laughs> stuff. I for... forgot about that totally. Oh my gosh. Um, and uh yeah so whenever you need it it's it's here <laughs> don't worry it's by no means the the most cluttery thing in my house so um <laughs> but yes it's uh it's kind of funny how um also how different an online uh event is from an in person event in terms of the things required to plan yes but I'm glad you had a successful micro dot blog camp. And every time you mention micro camp, I know I've said it every time you bring it up. I always just think of this little tiny camp, like of miniatures. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's so adorable. Um, micro, look, it's a little fake campfire. Um, but uh, I realize it's not that. Um, and I'm glad it was uh, successful yet again. Yeah. Uh, it was good. And, um, you know, the other thing I'm going to do that I always think about doing, but I, I don't eventually get around to it, but, you know, the notion of keeping a folder or a file of, you know, praise that people give you. Yes. You know, I got a lot of really, really nice comments from the micro.blog community, and I have bookmarked them in micro.blog, but I'm going to put them into a a place to look at them when I start feeling, oh, no, this is going to suck. Because <laughs> I'm not going there again. I'm really working hard on being, um, you know, easier on myself, like in terms of that kind of expectations that I, I set for myself that are too too high or too demanding with myself so um yeah anyway i was really happy it really turned out well there's some really nice all of the presentations were really good um and it was quite a variation um or a variety of of topics from how to self-publish your novel to how to make your web blog your blog accessible um you know, so practical, fun stuff about journaling and photography and um, 
I just uh, enjoyed it quite a lot. And all of those videos, they're still available if you're signed into the MicroCamp, which you can still sign up for. It's, you know, it's a virtual platform, micro.camp. Um, it, but uh, if you haven't, we'll get those videos on YouTube eventually, too. So um, I feel like there's so many nice things. And I really do like the format of the 10, 15-minute presentation, <laughs> but both to watch and to do if I were doing one. I think we used to do longer presentations because, I mean, something some subjects require longer, but also if you got people together in person, um, it would be a lot of a big budget to bring, you know, six people to do 10-minute <laughs> right, presentations exactly. versus, you know, two people to do a half-hour presentation. So uh, virtually it doesn't really matter. Absolutely. And um, yeah, at WWDC, that's also the case where there, the sessions tend to be shorter because you don't have all of the, uh, well, one, you can break the topics up. Uh, and also, you don't necessarily have people, you don't have to take a break, in, right? If you, every 10 minutes, then you take yeah. a break, then people wander away and um, or have to change rooms if it's a multi-track conference, whereas mm -hmm. um, that's not the case when things are all online. So that's very cool. Um, mm -hmm. And also, you know, attention spans are shorter. So, <laughs> Yeah, I think that's true. So um, unless you have something to add, I think we should probably wrap this one up. Uh, no, I think I'm, uh, I'm good. Good. Excellent. Well, listeners, if you have any suggestions about organizing events, whether they are virtual or in person, or any kinds of productivity hacks around organizing people, let us know. Uh, you can share it with us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm, on micro.blog, and on Twitter, we are at The Weekly Review. Or you can email us at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would be awesome if you would rate or review this podcast because it does help new listeners find us if we have some ratings. And it really ultimately makes us happy to see your ratings and reviews. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done. And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun. There's a lot of things you got.